Hi, you're listening to the Raise the Vibe with Liz podcast. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. I interview today's inspirational speakers and healers. Thank you for listening to the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raise the Vibe with Liz. I'm your host, Liz, and today I have angelic intuitive channeler Michelle Irene with me today. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So great to have you join us today. Thank you. So why don't you start? Awesome. Why don't you start by sharing a little bit about yourself and what led you to this moment in your journey? Well, um, as you said, my name is Michelle. I'm from upstate New York, um, way about three hours away from New York City. So we, uh, we live in, in the country, a small little city. And um, I've just always had this extremely strong connection to angels from as far back as I can remember, like three or four years old being in church and sitting in the church and looking at these beautiful angelic creatures painted on the wall and this is quite profound for a four-year-old and I get chills every time I tell the story, but I distinctly remember looking at them and thinking, I know them. Oh, wow. Why do I know them? And it's almost like I could look into their eyes and see into their soul and have this beautiful soul to soul connection. And so I've just been very drawn to angels my whole entire life. Um, but it wasn't really well into my mid to late twenties that I started to be like, okay, what is this connection all about? What does this really mean? And how is this for the greater good? What am I to do with this? Because you're showing me this connection for a reason. So let's figure this out. And um, here I am. I've been divinely guided through a handful of different small businesses. I allow my angels to lead the way and show me what I need to do next. And they've brought me to this point right here. And now where I teach, I've written books. I'm working on my fourth book right now. Um, I'm working on my fifth Oracle card deck right now for 2021. And it, 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 it all, it is all divinely guided. I, you know, I, I can't be more clear of that. And um, once you learn how to tap into that beautiful current of light energy, you're limitless. You can do anything. You know, I, I like to say I'm a professional manifester (laughs) because I've just been manifesting beautiful, successful things into my life. And I'm not just talking successful business, but successful relationships and, you know, success with finances and, and a beautiful home and, and like the storybook husband and, but it it was all led through this, this divine light, but also the light allowed me to heal so that I could really show up as my full self. And finally at the age of 55, (laughs) I get it. You know, I get it wholeheartedly. And my relationship with my husband has never been stronger because of that. That's awesome, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. So following your intuition and receiving the guidance from your angels. So how did you go about doing that and how do they connect with you? I think the first thing, and this is usually what I teach my clients um, when they want to learn how to do this, because we're all born with the ability, you know, we all have intuition. We're all born with the ability to connect with a power greater than ourselves, whether it's spirit, spirit guides, God, Buddha, universe, whatever you want to call it. 
you all have that ability to do that. So the first thing I tell people is to just begin to look for signs. What are the signs? And we all, I shouldn't say we all, but many of us know the most common signs like feathers and coins and, um, you know, um, signs on billboards and, and songs and, and things like that, the fragrances that might come in. And most people go, oh, look, there's a feather. That's a sign from so-and-so. And then they move on. What I like to teach people to do is, okay, now you've recognized this sign. Who's it from? Let's figure this out. What's the message behind it? Not that there's always a message behind every single sign that you see. Sometimes it's just a confirmation of where you're going or what you've asked. But a lot of times you got to, you got to dig deeper. You got to exercise that spiritual muscle a little bit more and, and dig deeper to find out where that sign is taking you next. How do you guide your students or clients to figure that out? The process is different for everybody. Um, to say that I have a steadfast step one, step two, step three um, type of way of teaching, you know, I, I, I mean, I kind of do, but it's really in your hands. It's about you doing the work. It's about me giving you guidance and saying, here's some things that you can look for. Here's some directions that you can go. Here's what you might want to try next. Um, again, it's intuitively guided as I'm teaching because I can typically tell what level a person's at and where I can take them. And everybody begins at a different level and that's okay because everybody's journey is separate. Right. So, you know, to, to generalize teaching, it's look for the signs and think about the first thing that pops in your head the moment you find that feather, what pops into your head. And trust that because the second you start di um, dissecting it, your intellectual mind gets in the way and you start making stories up. And mm -hmm. so now you've dropped that connection of your intuition, which is how your angels are communicating with you. Right. Yeah. I like that. Stop for a minute. And what were you thinking about? Yeah. Immediately. Mm -hmm. Not and the afterthought. <laughs> <laughs> What about those people who have a hard time getting themselves out of the way? Do you have any advice for them? Well, allowing spirit to, to guide you is a form of surrender. So it, it's, uh, again, it's, a, it's not a like easy concept to, to teach. Begin with a sign. Let the first thing that comes into your head be the guiding force. Um, find tools to use to allow yourself to stop the chatter in your head, to have that moment of stillness. My three favorite modalities are oracle cards, meditation, and journal writing. Every single book that I've written, every single deck that I've created has been channeled through my angels. And that's one of the ways that I get out of my own way is I use a tool. I used to think they were crutches until I realized it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you connect as long as you connect. So you could go for a walk, um, sometimes long drives, sometimes in the shower. The moment those ideas pop into your head and it's kind of like, where did that come from? That's when you're getting out of your own way. So it's about recognition and recognizing that reconnection that's taking place because you've always been connected. 
the light's just a little dimmed at the moment. So let's turn that dimmer switch up. Let's reconnect so we can hunker down and, and do what it is we're here to do. Nice. I like those examples too, because when we're driving or going for a walk or doing the dishes or something like that, we've usually relaxed our mind enough to where we are out of the way. So we can receive those things and then duplicating that, like when we sit to meditate or in other situations, those can really come in handy too. Yeah. Like, okay, how do I repeat that again? Exactly. So, I mean, I keep my recorder on my phone, like every phone has a recorder now. So when that idea pops in, I go right to my notes and I record a message. Uh, And I keep, I have journals all over my house so that I can just jot things down because when those messages come through, they come through strong and trust me, they can go out just as fast. (laughs) So when you have that moment where it's something and you're just like, whoa, where did that come from? you know, and it's like, you need to write that down. There's a reason that's being shown to you. So write it down and then think about it. Think on what was just handed to you. Well, that's great advice because we can let a lot of guidance slip by mm-hmm. or we don't write it down. We're too busy. And then a couple hours later, like, what was that? What's that? <laughs> Please tell me again. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell myself when that happens too, because that happens a lot, but I always tell myself it'll come back. If it's really meant for me, it'll come back. And, and it usually does, mm-hmm. but it's about awareness too. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, there's so much involved with it. And, and the clearing of the way is actually part of what my next book is about. Nice. And it's a, yeah, it's, I don't want to get too into it because, um, you know, mom's the word at the moment, but, um, a lot of it is about the recognizing and the awareness and, and all of that good stuff. And not just about connecting with angels. It's about that deeper connection with yourself. Cause if that self connection is not strong, then your angelic connection is not going to be strong either because everything starts within everything starts with it. So true. And aware, I want to go back to awareness just for a second, because I think awareness is everything in all aspects of life. I mean, because yeah. we cannot even shift and grow unless we're aware of, you know, negative beliefs or patterns or things that we hold on to. Can you talk about that a little bit? Awareness? Awareness is a uh, being aware of an energy that is surrounding you. That is a part of you but not. (laughs) So how's that? Um, I love doing this one exercise with my clients where we really focus in on an object outside of ourselves. And we look at this object and we, as soon as our eyes start to go away, I, I, you know, ask you, come on, come right back. Like I'm staring at my microphone right now, looking at the microphone, keep your eye focused on it. And eventually you just begin to feel as if you're becoming a part of that microphone. And as you're staring at this microphone, you can feel and almost see like you're aware of everything else that's around you without even looking at it. And it's in this awareness that you can find this stillness, this peace, this love, this authentic space of being. And that's what we're striving for is that, that moment when you're like dropping in fully to who you are, that's where the magic's going to happen. 
not when we're tazzing out, not when we're future tripping, not when we're living in the past, but when you're living in that moment now and you're aware of your surroundings and that you're a part of those surroundings, that's, that's where you find peace. Oh, that's beautiful, Michelle. Thank so let's you. talk a little bit about how do we find our authentic way and really go within. So I just wrote a chapter about truth <laughs> and what truth really is. And truth, truth is so many things. Um, I had a meditation session a few months ago and I distinctly with the outside voice, like there's distinct voices that you can hear from spirit. Sometimes they're inside, you know, like your own voice. Sometimes there are distinct outside voices and it's only happened to me maybe five times, um, which is a lot, I think for, for most people. Um, but I heard my angels, well, it wasn't my angels. It was the divine source say, what is truth? And I, I paused And so I actually write in the book, pause for a moment and ask yourself, what is truth? So then I was like, oh, I know what truth is. And I distinctly hear the voice say, but do you? (laughs) I was like, okay, challenge accepted. And so I did a deep dive into discovering what truth is. And truth is so many different things. But the biggest thing that stuck out to me is that truth is light and truth is love. And if you're not coming from a place of love, it's not your truth. Even in those moments of discomfort, even in those moments of pain, even in those moments of surrender, surrender is out of love. When you're surrendering, when you're allowing, that's out of love. But if you're speaking out of anger, that's not out of love. You're not speaking from your truth. So yeah, truth, truth could be a five hour long <laughs> discussion. Um, it's about being authentic. It's about being genuine. You know, it's about who are you in your truth and your truth is your best you, even in the darkest moments, you show up as the best you and you cannot judge another person's truth. If you don't even know what your truth is, you can't judge anybody anyways, but There's a lot of people out there that are judging other people, but who are you? Who are you to judge? You know, you don't know that other person's story. You don't know where they've been. You don't know what they're going through. And it's none of your business. (laughs) It's none of your business what they're going through. It's not your space. It's not your place. Do you have any advice for those who are having a hard time? figuring out like, who am I? I know during this time of difficulty or whenever we experience difficulty in our lives, we're forced to look within and at ourselves. What are, what's some advice that you can give our listeners to really go within and learn who we are? I have, I have a really cool story um, for that. And it's with my daughter, but I'm going to answer it with this first. I always ask my clients, what lights you up? What makes you excited? Because if you are excited 
you are happy, you are joyful, and you are being guided towards your purpose because our purposes bring us joy. And the things that light you up, like yesterday, we were outside in the cold, we had a fire going, we had a Sunday family fun day, we were out in the woods four wheeling and, you know, doing all these fun things because we love hanging out together as a family. And so doing that fun thing allows us to show up the next day for work better because we just had a beautiful day of spreading love and light and and energy and being with people that we love. Um, And a lot of times people think that, what was the question again? totally like went off on a tangent in my mind as I was speaking. Cause spirits like telling me one thing and I'm like, wait, no, I don't think that was the question. No, so. Because I think it was a channeled question because I'm having a hard time figuring out, okay, what was that question? <laughs> um, so I did say, I was going to tell you a story about my daughter. Um, she was reading one of my books and she was actually playing in a softball tournament. And I was first of all, thrilled that she was actually reading my book. Um, and she came home and she had the book like open and she's like shaking the book. She's like, Oh my gosh, mom, this is so good. This is so good. I figured out what I want to do. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So somewhere she made that connection by thinking back to when she was a child and thinking about all the things that she loved to do. And she has always loved dresses. She would draw these dresses and not that she was a great artist, but she would draw them and she would create little accessories and and all the stuff that went with them. And they were always gowns. So long story short, uh, three years ago, she opened up a bridal boutique in town and she's just rocking it. The girl is just rocking it because she is living her purpose and she is helping people on their very special day of the year. And even through COVID, she is knocking it out of the park because it lights her up. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's about finding that, that thing that lights you up. Like me writing, creating Oracle cards, teaching people how to create Oracle cards, you know, doing, teaching people how to connect with angels, like everything spiritual. I'm just like, I love it. I love it to see that that moment in that face when that person goes, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I'm like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. It just takes your next, the, your level of living to the next level. Awesome. Tell us about your Oracle cards and this class, because you had the class create your own Oracle cards. Yes. Um, I have another one coming up in the spring. I have not decided on a date as of yet, but Um, I take you through this process, um, not only, you know, how to find your artwork and your pictures and how to, you know, do the the nitty gritty part, but we start off with um, learning how to connect with spirit and how to use that connection with your cards. So it's, it's a beautiful way to create product um, because that's the only way I know how. (laughs) you know, I mean, you can, you can put any picture on a card and put words on it and, you know, and and it could be a bestseller, but when you put your energy into a product and you connect 
with that energy. There's just something a little more magical that happens with it. And it's really, it's really cool. Like today I was, I created um, the artwork and I was putting the artwork together with words in the order that these words were created months ago. And I was just like dumbfounded how the word was like matching up to the picture. And like each time it happened, I'm like, holy Toledo, this is, this is crazy. And I've been connecting with angels and spirit, like as long as I can remember, but every time it happens, it's like the first time. Cause it's just like, what, how, like, how does this happen? <laughs> you know, but it just does. And it's, it's just, it's so cool. I love that feeling, that feeling of magic. Yes. Yeah. Cause you know, it's not you, you know, it's not you, but it's like, you're, you're being the channel for it. And you're here to give a message to other people so that they can do this too. So they can feel this, whatever this is like, I mean, you see how I light up when I talk about it. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's unfathomable, but you just do it because it's amazing. So I'm guessing you were divinely guided to create your first deck. Absolutely. My first deck was very basic and it's actually, I, I actually have um, like one of the cards here. They're just, just a very plain background with um, simple words on them. You know, it wasn't, it went along with my first book and um, you know, I didn't know all the ins and outs of, you know, copyright laws and um, all of that. But now, you know, I create my artwork through different apps and um, creating layers and being guided to what needs to go into that, that particular picture and how it needs to be done. And it's a really fun process. I've had great success with the class. Um, I think we have like, oh, I, I don't even know how many decks of cards everybody that graduates from my class, I end up buying a deck of their cards so that I can just have them. Like, it's just, it's like Christmas too, when the deck comes because you were with them while they were creating this process. And, you know, to actually get that finished product in your hands is, is really, really cool. Even if you only print one deck for yourself, you know, you, you have the capabilities of doing that and it's fun. That does sound really fun. Yeah. I love using the Oracle. Oracle cards every day. Um, one of my favorite things to do, and this just happened within the last six months or so, because with being home with COVID and, you know, um, being quarantined, it gets difficult, you know, even with a spouse here, you know, he's at work all day. I work from home and it does, it gets difficult. It's very trying. So I was like, I have to come up with a new ritual. And so I put um, a deck of cards next to my bed. And every night before I go to sleep, I pick a card and I call it my slumber card. So that, that will be the last words that I hear before I go to sleep. And I allow those words to marinate with me as I'm sleeping. So when I wake up in the morning, I feel good. And it's really helped a lot. Oh, I bet. What a great way to enter dream time. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> guided by my angels. <laughs> what else have you been guided to do during COVID? During the quarantine, uh, guided to write my next book, um, guided to create a webcast show with one of my good friends, uh, Jennifer Cupshow. It's called The Connection, and that actually will be premiering February 12th. Great. Um, 
and yeah, all sorts of things, some new courses that are kind of going on in my mind. Um, I actually have a creating a vision journal class that's going to start in February, uh, February 8th, I think. Um, I don't know if it's going to be one or two nights yet. I haven't fully worked out the details yet. Uh, creating a vision journal really takes, it's, it's, I love vision boards, you know, don't get me wrong, but it takes a vision board to the next level. The vision board is beautiful. It's an opportunity to see what it is that you want. It's an opportunity to connect where the vision board allows you to step into that connection and to really begin to manifest more of what it is you want in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Let's Thanks. talk a little bit more about manifestation because I love vision boards and those types of things. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> um, manifesting is... First of all, I think manifesting as a word has kind of been overused a lot lately, but manifesting is about bringing in more of what it is that you need in your life, not necessarily what you want, but what you need. And if it's of your higher good, if it serves your higher purpose um, and your soul's light, then it will come forth. The key to manifesting is understanding that things will not always show up the way you envision them to show up, but they will show up in one, in one form or another. And again, that comes down to the awareness of, Oh, I brought this in or, Oh, I brought this in. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, there have been some things in my life through intentions of not good intentions that I called things into my life. And when I recognized, I was like, oh, I called that in. Okay. So now I need to, what's the lesson from this? You know, why did you have me call this in? Mm -hmm. Um, But manifesting is really, I've been doing it even when I was a child. I remember on the way to my first gymnastic meet, it was my birthday. My mom said, what do you, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, I'm going to win first place. I didn't even say I want first place. I said, I'm going to win first place. She's like, well, Michelle, this is your first gymnastic meet and that, 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 you know, and she was like not setting me up for failure, but she was like setting me up to nurture me <laughs> if I didn't win. And I was like, no, I'm going to win first place. And I did, you know, I, I had it in my mind and I somehow knew how to get into that zone and, and connect. Mm-hmm. And my kids have been manifesting. My husband manifests. We manifest things together. Um, It's it's a really amazing tool when you understand the connection with the universe, um, and and the power of gratitude is is the big key to manifesting. You know, if you're not living in that energy of gratitude, if you're not living in that moment of of what you are looking for is already here, you have to look at it as if it's here. Because if you're looking at it in the future, it's already something that you don't have. But if you look at it as something that you already have, it's going to come your way in one way, shape, or form. Awesome. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Gratitude goes a long way. It really does. So how do we line up with that divine light connection in order to be that manifester, to live in gratitude? simple, really, really simple. Start your day off with a thank you. I start my day off every day with three thank yous. 
one for the past, one for the present, and one for the future, which is right now. The future is now. You are in your future in this moment. So I don't have to necessarily always be specific in what I'm showing gratitude for. I can just be looking out into my backyard and look up at the sky and say, thank you. It's not enough to just say it though. You have to feel the energy of that gratitude. You have to feel that moment when you are saying thank you, when you are showing appreciation. You don't have to be specific, but you have to be specific about the feeling and the energy and connecting with that energy and being grateful without expecting anything in return. And just simply being grateful is how you're going to begin bringing more into your life. But then you have to also go into action. You can't say, I want a million dollars, sit on the couch, put your feet up and eat some chips. You know, that million dollars ain't going to come your way. I'm sorry to tell you, but you got to take a step in the right direction. You got to take action. And that's about following your light. And then we come back to what lights you up what lights you up. And then you need to begin doing more of that in your life. I think it's on the, in the seat, in the movie, the secret, they say, if you like salami, then have a salami sandwich, (laughs) (laughs) but it's true. If that, if that lights you up for the moment, then do it. Because when you're in that moment of joy, that connection is open and more joy is going to come your way. Even if it's from a salami sandwich. Yes. And I find the next best thing for you comes. Yes. Follow it, follow it, follow it. This leads to that, leads to this, leads to that. Exactly. Just keeping tapped in and tuned in and really paying attention, like you said. Yeah. yeah when you are divinely connected, especially with the light energy, um, light energy force has been like a huge learning for me. I mean, I've always believed in light and all that, but really took a deep dive in through it, um, through COVID in the past year and learned so much, um, mainly from my angels. They just gave me so much insight into this. Um, the power of healing with the power of light is, is incredible. We have the ability to heal our bodies and to heal our minds by simply calling in more light but it's a practice. You have to keep showing up. You have to keep doing it. You have to be consistent. doesn't mean you have to do it, you know, three hours every day, but tap in a few minutes every day, at least, you know, show up for yourself um, because you're worth it. You know, you can't make change if you don't change. So um, I forgot where I was going with that. Typical. See, again, spirit just allowing me to just go. Um, we're talking about manifesting gratitude. Divine light connection. Oh, the divine light connection. I like to think of it as the light literally lighting up your path along the way. And so I used to call them breadcrumbs that our angels leave us breadcrumbs and we pick up the bread along the way and we collect that bread and we make a loaf. And as we're creating that loaf, it allows us to actually drop breadcrumbs for somebody else to pick up and to find. And that's our service because as a spiritual person, not only are you the student, but you're also the teacher 
And so by helping others find their breadcrumbs, by helping others find their light, that lifts your vibration to a whole nother level. That allows gratitude to work at a whole nother level. That allows manifesting to work at a whole nother level as well. So you may help somebody, but you can't look for something in return. But that return will show up in another way. I guarantee it. So a lot of times people will hold a door open for somebody and then they'll go to the next door and nobody holds it open for them. And like, well, geez, that doesn't work. They didn't hold the door open for me. Well, it doesn't work that way. But when you go home, somebody might let you take a left-hand turn out of the parking lot just because they're being nice. Right. You know, so it's going to show up in a different way. Ripples. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. You leave breadcrumbs for someone else. I love that so much, Michelle. Thank you. Amazing. And it's so true. Yeah. And it's also part of that action step where you're taking what you learn and you're putting it out in the world and doing your work and helping. And then just the day-to-day ripples, the day-to-day kindness and niceness that we can show our fellow man when we happen to get out of the house these days. (laughs) And and a smile, even a smile under your mask, you know? People can tell when you're smiling under the mask, you can see it in their eyes and you smile at that right person at that right moment and you can save their life. They may be thinking, I can't do this anymore and want to go home and and put an end to it. But because you smiled or because you held the door open or you said, had a nice, have a nice day. You have that ability to change somebody's life in a split second. Yes. Yeah, we do. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And that's really needed right now. Really needed. Yeah. Yeah. The energy is going up and down still, you know, they don't see the end. People are getting frustrated. They're getting tired. They're having fatigue over the entire situation. Yeah. It's good to keep that hope up and keep the kindness and keep the sharing and sharing the love going. Yeah, absolutely. I think what people really have to remember is that nobody else in this world is responsible for your happiness besides you. And so if you're looking for happiness on external, um, you know, on the external world, you're not going to find it there. It might be momentarily a moment of happiness, but the true blissful happiness that people are really looking for the unconditional happiness that takes place that only happens within yourself. And so by showing up every day and doing the work, you will find that happiness. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Okay. For those listeners out there still going, okay, where are the angels? Do they exist? Can I connect with them? How do I connect with them? What do you say to those people? That's a loaded question. <laughs> I say anything is possible in this world. Um, like I said earlier, you, we all have the ability to connect with our angels. It's a matter of how much you really want to do it. And are you willing to do the work? And are you willing to continue to show up for yourself and do it day after day after day? And the angels show up differently for, uh, for, for other people. They may not show up the same for you. I see angels as a, like a little twinkle in the room. And I love it because it's just, it's just all of a sudden I'll be talking and I'll see a twinkle out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, Oh, there's an angel here. 
And what's really cool about that is that my husband, through the years of just listening to, you know, my work and, and how I, I work with clients and he now has started, um, meditating. He meditates every morning. And I never said to him, you should meditate. Um, he just like one day said, yeah, I've been doing it for two months. I'm like, what? I'm so proud of you. Um, but he also see, sees angels, angel lights now as well. And I just love that, that I've been able to pass the breadcrumbs down just by living the way I live, not even really teaching him, you know, but when he was ready, he took those steps and he calls his angels in every single day to guide him through the day, to help him with business, to help him with an irate customer to, um, you know, that I think that might be one of, one of the things that people could do is just call them in, call your angels in. If you want to work with your angels, say, I'm ready. I'm ready. Show me the way, show me how, and then open your heart and your mind to what might come through for you. So let's say, you know, you have a bill coming up and you don't have enough cash. Ask your angels and say, you know what? I'm surrendering to this. Please show me how am I going to be able to pay this bill? And if you keep doing it day after day after day, something's going to shift and something's going to come your way. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh, there it is. There it is. Even if it's the, the, person at customer service saying, you know what, what can we do to make this better for you? Can we make payments? That would be a call from an answer from your angels, you know, so they can help you by simply calling, calling them forward and saying, I'm ready to connect. You're in control. That's the thing I think people have to understand too, is that you're in full, full control when you're connecting. Sometimes people are fearful of what might happen or what they might see. Um, you know, I have a really cool story about seeing a full apparition angel in our bedroom one, one night. And, um, I actually had a talk with my angels afterwards and I said, no, <laughs> we can't do that. That, that freaks me out a little bit. Or like when they move objects, yes, they can literally move objects. I'm like, please don't do that. That freaks me out. <laughs> so that's why they show up as, as lights for me. Um, but the more you're connected, the more you're aware of and the more you see. And it's not a fearful thing. Now I'm like, yeah, whatever, show up. Yeah, go ahead, move things. I love it. You know, I'm not afraid of it at all. I think it's incredible. I've had some really, really cool, amazing stories happen. And um, yeah, it's just... I, 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 there's so many things I just don't even have words for. It's really hard to explain, but it, it lights me up. Can you share a couple of those stories so people can get an idea of other ways that they can know that they're connected or that the angels are around? Sure. Um, I'll go back to the angel in my, my bedroom. Um, my husband and I had been looking for a new house and there was this one house that we kept looking at, but the price was out of our price range. And so we just continued to watch the house. And I'm like, I know this is our house. I just, I feel this pull to the house. So this angel showed up in our bedroom and I woke up because I felt somebody staring 
at me. And I look over to the window and there's a little boy standing by the windowsill and he had a red hat on and he's just looking at us. And I wasn't like really frightened, but I looked away because I was like, what am I seeing? You know, and he was gone. So long story short, um, it was about three to six months later, we actually got the house the house was meant for us. We, the price kept coming down every week. The price would go down. The price would go down. The price would go down. We went and looked at it. The realtor said, you know what? They really need to sell. Just give them a low ball answer offer. We gave them a low ball offer. They answered. We moved in. My son made friends with a boy down the street at uh, religion classes. And, um, so I was like, well, he wanted to go play over there. I said, well, let me, you know, go meet his parents. So I walk over to the house with my son. I walk in the door and on the wall is a picture of that boy that I saw in my bedroom. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Her son had passed away about six months before. And uh, he brought me to her because she needed a friend. She needed somebody that would understand. And we've been best friends ever since. Um, so our sons are 30 now and they, you know, were nine, seven, eight at the time. It took me probably about six or seven years before I actually told her the story because I didn't want her to think I was nuts. <laughs> but the minute I saw that picture, I knew that he had brought me to her. Um, That's beautiful. Thank you. So there's been there's been a few big, huge moments like that. Um, here's another. I used to be a handbag designer and. I saw a picture of a bag that looked like it was it, like it had come apart, like it was two separate pieces. And I was like, well, that would be a really cool idea. So I researched and it wasn't, it wasn't something that came apart. So I'm like, okay, this is a really cool idea. How am I going to do this? And so I kept playing with different ways of doing it and nothing was working out. And we were on vacation and I'm sitting by the beach and I'm relaxing, right? I don't have the busy world going on around me. And all of a sudden my angels come in with this idea of how to do the, the bag. So I take out some paper and pen and I start drawing out everything that they showed me. And that bag actually got picked up by QVC to, to be sold. And it was a convertible handbag and it can convert into like 20 different ways of, of using it. And uh, wow. I actually, I actually named it after my mom, Margaret, who had passed away from, um, from cancer, but when she was doing her chemo treatments, um, was when I was creating the bag. And so I would bring the samples with us and we would, you know, work on little things here and there. And so she had a part of that as well. And so, um, boy, I'm so emotional tonight. Um, so I named the bag after her and, um, cause it was something that we kind of had done together. That's wonderful. Yeah. So the ideas come to you, you know, if you have, if you're struggling with something in, in life, an idea of how to, to create it or to fix it, you know, angels are great problem solvers. You know, they're going to show you a different way if you're open to that. That's incredible. So I could tell you more stories. You want more stories? Sure. How about a couple? Okay. 
Um, so my kids are actually very intuitive. My daughter's very psychic. Um, it still kind of freaks her out. So she doesn't like really use it. Um, my son is, is intuitive and my dad and him used to go fishing all the time. And, um, when we were clearing, when my mom was clearing out the stuff after my dad had passed, he gave my son the, the fillet knife for when you would catch a fish, you could, you could fillet the fish. And, but my dad never got the opportunity to show him how to do it. It was a few months later that my dad came to him in a dream and showed him step-by-step how to fillet a fish with that knife. And to this day, my son's like, I can see every single step clear as day. So spirit will come to you in your dreams spirit, your angels, your loved ones. The way to tell that it's a spiritual visit is that the dream is so vivid and the colors are so incredible and you wake up and you haven't forgotten one little point, one little word, one little thing. Like it's just like, it just happened and you feel like you were there. Then, you know, you had been somewhere else. So it's about trusting that feeling and, and, but then you've got to show gratitude for it. You know, you've got to be like, that was incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Those are incredible. (laughs) I got lots of those. (laughs) I got three books worth of those. (laughs) I mean, you're sharing all these stories with everyone. They're fabulous. Thank you. And what are some of the little ways that we can see throughout the day where they're trying to get our attention? Um, what, the way they're trying to get our attention or the way that we're connecting? Um, hmm. let's, let's see here. I mean, I'm so in tune. I guess I sometimes forget, you know, where to begin with all of it. Um, Boy, that's, that's a, that's a tough one. I don't know why I'm stumped. I don't see, I'm just, I feel like I'm in in tune with almost every single step that I take throughout my day. A lot of it too, it has to do with your mindset. Uh, You know, if, if you're in the mindset that you're connecting, like picking the card before you go to sleep, picking a card before you wake up, that kind of allows you to get in tune Um, saying the thank yous in the morning that allows you to tune into the frequency. And if you are having a rough day um, or something like a lot of things are going not your way, if you stand still for a moment and you call in your angels and say, help me shift this, they'll help you get back on track and get back into alignment of where you're supposed to be so that you can continue on your day instead of allowing yourself to, to spiral because things are not going the way you planned. Um, when you find joy, when you, when you laugh, when you recognize something as being amazing, you know, those are moments that your angels are tapping in to your energy they're showing you when you laugh, that's the work of your angels. That's you 
releasing. That's you allowing your spirit to shine through. That's their way of reminding you of who you are, who your authentic, true being is. It's through laughter and joy and love and peace. So every time you're coming from a place of love, that's your angels guiding you. That's beautiful, Michelle. Thank, Thank you. you. And you do offer a lot. You have your books, you have your Oracle cards, Wednesday wisdom. If people yes. have your um, newsletter and your courses, creating your own Oracle cards, your coaching, you do personal spiritual business development, coaching and readings. Can you yes. share a little bit about everything that encompasses your work and how people can find you and um, share in that? Yeah. I mean, everybody's at a different place in their life um, on their journey. And some people love to take classes and, and to learn that way. Some people like to read books and learn that way. Um, some people like to learn through like my Oracle card readings. They're not necessarily a reading of loved ones that are coming through. I can do that, but they always remind me that's not your purpose. So if a message does come through, I, I will give it to you. Um, but they want me to focus more on the soul to soul talk, you know, the soul to soul reading. What is your soul craving? What does your soul need to make that greater connection? And so that's what my readings are, are about. And, and it helps you to begin a journey or it helps to bring you back on track to where, you know, you feel much better about yourself or to get back to that place of feeling better for yourself. Um, you know, the courses are in a, an array of things because I work with people that have businesses. I work with people that have spiritual businesses. I've been an entrepreneur since 1995. So I've had a lot of experience, a lot of coaching, a lot of schooling on, on branding and um, business development as well as I'm an independent book publisher. You know, I've done, I do everything myself. I do all my own video editing. I do all my own audio editing. Um, I teach people how to create their own meditations. I have a meditation album that like was birthed through COVID. You know, that was one of those things is like all of a sudden, oh, I have an album. I'm like, all right, let's, let's do this. You know, <laughs> okay. Um, and, and, and that's the beauty of working with spirit. It's really a go with the flow type of thing. And, um, you know, whether it serves a purpose for somebody else or not, it's serving a purpose for you because you're creating. And when we're in that creative energy flow, we are more connected and we are creating every minute of every day of our lives. We are creating that next thought. We are creating that next feeling. And if we can learn how to create those thoughts and feelings in a powerful, uplifting way, then everything we talked about earlier just falls right into alignment. So it's all, it just all goes hand in hand. And it's not that I'm all over the place with my teaching. It's that I just truly love to help everybody, no matter where you are, I have something for you where you can begin or you can grow or you can create a business because I've done it. So let me take the guesswork out of all of it for you so that you can get there faster. Nice. That's awesome, Michelle. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> and what would you like to leave our listeners with today? 
Oh, today, my final thoughts would be, um, this, this is in my book and it's actually, it's a quote from my friend who, um, it was one of her Oracle cards lead as you would follow. Mm. And I use this in my book for each, each chapter that's in the book. Remember that you are leading somebody. Somebody's watching you. Somebody's following you. Somebody's looking up to you. And if they're following you, what is it that you are giving them? And what you're giving them is that somebody that you would follow, what you're giving. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. So if you're, whoever you're following, whoever your person is that you're looking for, for guidance, not looking up to, we really shouldn't look up to people, but we should look to them for inspiration and guidance because nobody's better than anybody. We're all on the same playing field. We're just different frequencies. So I've got something to offer you. You have something to offer me. And I'm going to follow that person that's loving, that's kind, that's uplifting, that's supportive. And then that's going to trickle down to me. And I'm going to give it to whoever, even if I don't know who they are, they may be following me. So whatever it is that you're doing, do it in love and kindness, because that is how we're going to heal the world. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. That was awesome. Absolutely. Joining me today. Thank you. This is a beautifully divinely guided, divinely guided talk. I love it. Yes. Absolutely love it. Me too. And everyone look for Michelle at uh, michelleirene.com. You'll find all of her information there and be able to sign up for her news, her newsletter and find me at Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at raise the vibe with Liz and on my website, Liz Thank you for joining us everyone today on raise the vibe with Liz. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. And thank you, Michelle. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Namaste. Thanks everyone. And remember to get out there and raise the vibe. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's show on Raise the Vibe with Liz. If you like this content and want to support me, please go to Patreon at Raise the Vibe with Liz or click the link in the description of this show. And remember, change starts with you. So get out there and raise the vibe. Thank you, everyone.